Amen. All right, one more here. Clarence Sexton uh, died here about two weeks ago. He was a pastor and uh, out in uh, Tennessee, I think it was. Uh, anyway, um, and uh, Crown College, and he preached the gospel for many years, and I didn't agree with him on a number of things. He wasn't Baptist enough for me. He had this group called the Baptist Friends, which I didn't agree with. And, you know, him and I would differ on the King James Bible issue. He was a King James Bible user, but uh, he got a little squirrely when uh, <laughs> Bill Grady preached his, his message there. Uh, shook him up a bit. But anyway, uh, nevertheless, I believe the man led scores of people to Christ. And I believe he loved the Lord. And uh, anyway... So, but I thought this was interesting. I played this for you years ago, but I'm going to play it for you again because I thought it was interesting the way he sang this because, you know, six years later, this was six years ago, six years later, he did die. There waits for me a glad tomorrow where gates of pearl swing open wide. And when I pass this veil of sorrow, I'll dwell upon the other side. Someday beyond the reach of mortal kin. Someday God only knows just where and when. The wheels of mortal life shall all stand still. And I shall go to dwell on Zion's hill. Someday I'll hear the angels singing beyond the shadows of the tomb and all the bells of heaven ringing while saints are singing home, sweet home. Someday beyond the reach of mortal kin, someday God only knows just where and when. The wheels of mortal life shall all stand still. And I shall go to dwell on Zion's hill. Someday my labors will be ended. And all my wanderings will be o'er. And all earth's broken ties be mended. And I shall sigh and weep no more. Someday beyond the reach of mortal kin, someday God only knows just where and when the wheels of mortal life shall all stand still. And I shall go to dwell on Zion's hill. Someday the dark clouds will be rifted and all the night of gloom be past. And all life's burdens will be lifted. The day of rest shall come at last. Someday beyond the reach of mortal kin. Someday God only knows just where and 
when the wheels of mortal life shall all stand still and I shall go to dwell on Zion's hill. And that he did. He went to dwell on Zion's hill. Amen. He went home to be with the Lord a few weeks ago on December 12th, I think it was. And uh, I thank God that for the man, I again, we have our disagreements uh, on position on a few things, but I thank God for an old man that didn't have to leave the pulpit in shame because of sin or, or wickedness or anything like that. He was able to finish his course and uh, stick, stick to the, uh, the truth and preach the gospel till he went home. And he was 75 years old, and I thank God for some men that are still around, that are still willing to fight the good fight of faith and lay hold on eternal life and uh, all that good stuff. So praise the Lord for that. And uh, so we thank God for that and for his ministry there, for what the Lord has used him for. And uh, amen. So anyway, OPBC Online, a ministry of Old Paz Baptist Church in Northfield, Minnesota. And we are live here at 2.06 p.m. Central Time on Wednesday. Wednesday. Wednesday, like they say in Minnesota. Wednesday. Right? Wednesday. So, live here, and I uh, hope you're doing well, and uh, got past the Christmas stuff, and now some people that ain't listening to me for a while will come back on now and say hi to me, because they, <laughs> they put their Christmas wrapping paper away, and <laughs> oh, Audrey, here I am. <laughs> Oh, so anyway, uh, that's right, Fabian. That's how I want to leave. I, I want to leave when the Lord takes me home. I want to preach if the Lord allows till I'm an old man, a very old man. And they take me off the pulpit and throw me in a box and I go home to be with the Lord. Amen. That's, that's exactly what I want to do. Lord willing, God will let me do that and uh, and not to have to leave in shame or walk away because of sin. By God's grace, I've done a lot. I did a lot of things before I was saved that was rotten as hell. Since the Lord changed my life, I've I haven't been perfect, that's for sure. But I sure don't want to end in shame. I want to finish my course and do what God has called me to do and raise up a generation and and. Uh, Give everything I got to that future generation until I go home. And uh, hopefully the Lord will allow my wife and I to do that. would like to grow old together. And the Lord would allow us to grow old together and serve the Lord and raise all our children for Christ and raise our grandchildren, help, help raise our grandchildren and start churches and, and uh, send people out and do the work of the ministry until we're dead. Amen. Uh, so see what the Lord allows in the times to come here. Uh, but anyway, I hope you're doing well here. Don't miss Friday's broadcast. We'll have a year in review. Andrew's not going to be able to put a video together, but Carl is putting together a ton of clips for me. And I want to talk about some of the best, the highlights of 2023. If you could think of any in our ministry that, that, that fit there, um, 
you know, let me know. But, so I'd like to, uh, if you could think of any good ones that, that you'd like to see for this year that we went through. I know we got some stuff from Europe. I, I should try to get the Andrew to get me the video of me and Harry and Andrew and all of us in the car uh, driving in Europe and boost that audio. I Actually, I have it. I have it on frame. I think you guys would get the biggest kick out of seeing that. I mean, I laughed my head off. Maybe you guys wouldn't laugh, but I laughed my head off, man. It was stinking hilarious. Uh, but we'll see what happens. Uh, what we can, what we can do for Friday's broadcast, and then don't miss Sunday morning service. And then Sunday, late into the night, early into the morning for some of you Europeans. We'll be preaching outside of the Vikings-Green Bay Packers game. Huge game. And then we're going to be preaching downtown. So, you pray for us. Vikings and Packers, going to be the biggest game of the year on New Year's Eve. And those fans are going to be just storming out of there afterwards. We want to hit that crowd with the gospel. I do have the clips of us in the car, Carl. I have it on frame. We'll try to play some of those. I wish maybe, maybe Andrew has the clips of me in the museum. If he recorded me in the museum with Hari. I don't know if he, if he's got me talking to Mary in my Irish accent, Carl and Mary. I don't know. <laughs> Right. So anyway, guess what? Tuesday, yesterday, went and got all the paperwork. Not all of it. So we went there, got all the children's taken care of, and then we got to Hannah's paperwork, and they were like, that's not going to work. And she's like, well, that's the only birth certificate they gave me on a military base. Well, I'm sorry, that's not going to work. Nice people there, though, by the way. Um, well, I did some research. I went back home and I did some research. Did the research and found out that paper did work. There's two of them, and we'll get the other one if they need it. So, we got the paperwork. The only ones I had to order a birth certificate for grandma and grandpa. Because grandma and grandpa's birth certificates were like 80 years old and they weren't actual birth, 70 years old. 75 for one and 80 for the other. They weren't exactly legal birth certificates. 
So, so I had to order grandma and grandpa's, but all of my children, all eight of them, and Hannah's paperwork was sent off yesterday. So, I cannot believe how much they charge for all that. Wow. And I didn't get passports for all of them. I, for the children, I just got passport books. I just got passport books for, or not passport books, but cards. The cards for the kids because... It was expensive enough getting those, but I'm not taking my whole family to Europe anytime because, number one, I couldn't afford it anyway. Um, but anyway, so they got the cards. I did get my wife a full passport, and I got Lucius a full passport just in case I need his help. So praise the Lord, somebody donated some money a couple weeks ago, and I saved it for that. And they were incidentally from Canada. So. I thought, you know what? The Lord had them provide that money for a reason. So I'm just going to use that for it. So there's still, I think it cost me extra than that money. Almost seven, $800. Yeah, I got the passport. I didn't get cards for Hannah and Lucius. I just got them the passport books. They don't need the cards. So, yep, Hannah and, and Lucius got that just in case... Because Lucius is age and everything. And I thought, you know what? What if I get over to Europe for some reason and I need him to come over there for something? I don't know. I'm not planning on going to Europe but I, I right now. But anyway, I just thought of it. Now, or Hannah. So, amen. So, anyway, uh, I got them the passports, books, and then we will... So, anyway... If you'd like to give towards that trip, go to oldpassbaptistchurch.org. Click on any of these buttons here. PayPal, Venmo, Apple Pay. All right. Or go to our sermonaudio.com slash Pastor Cooley page, which is right here, actually. Scroll down to the bottom of the screen, and you can mail something to 1030 South Highway 3, Northfield, Minnesota, 55057. Okay, and then a question. Are you a high-maintenance wife? Well, if you're a guy, you're not. But if you're a woman, uh, check and see if you are. Listen to that sermon. That's from, uh, let's see. And did I have the wrong title on that? No, that was the week. Yep. Anyway, I think about that for a second. Getting old, that's what happens. I definitely have no desire to go to Mexico. I've been to Mexico before. I hated it. Anyway. So, that's what's going on there with all that good stuff. Now, what in the world am I talking about today? 
Well, I'm actually talking about a precursor to the Mark of the Beast. I believe, I believe that this social credit score that was unveiled in China about four or five years ago, I'm going to show you some of the things about it. I believe this social credit score is a precursor to the mark of the beast. It's tying in the internet. It's tying in online lifestyle. It's tying in all those things. To your life and controlling you by what you believe, what you do, and how you act. So like any of our other 666 alerts, our Mark of the Beast alerts, we got to go to our favorite chapter in the Bible that deals with that. Revelation chapter 13. So... Why don't we do that? And let's read this chapter of this end times. Mark of the beast. This is going to go in the Antichrist Mark of the Beast series. Probably under the Mark of the Beast or Antichrist. I don't know which. My son's doing some of that for me now, so we'll figure it out. But that is, it is, it is the Antichrist kingdom. And I have preached very extensively on the Antichrist and the coming kingdom of Antichrist. Who I believe the Antichrist will be that final Pope of Rome. I do believe that. And I don't think people understand the importance of what's going on. They're starting a war, by the way, and even in Roman Catholicism, they are. So, and I stood upon the sand of the sea and saw a beast rise up out of the sea having seven heads and ten horns, and upon his horns ten crowns, and upon his heads the name of blasphemy. And the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard, and his feet were as the feet of a bear, and his mouth as the mouth of a lion, and a dragon gave him his power, and his seat, and great authority. So he has power, his seat, and he has great authority. Now, God is allowing this Antichrist kingdom to arise. God is going to let this evil kingdom manifest. Just like he did with Pharaoh. Pharaoh was a wicked ruler. But he said, I raised him up to show my glory. 
And God is going to raise up the Antichrist kingdom to show his glory. Governments of the world and kingdoms of the world. God raises them up and will knock them down. Say, but they're evil governments. Yeah, that doesn't mean anything. The Antichrist kingdom is an evil kingdom. Absolutely. All the kings of the earth have been evil kings for the most part. Many of them, most of them. God allowed them to govern. Just like he did Pilate. When Jesus looked at him and said, thou, thou wouldst have no power except it be given thee from above. And I saw one of his head, and the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard. And his feet were as the feet of a bear, and his mouth as the mouth of a lion. The dragon gave him his power and his seat and great authority. Great authority. The dragon gave him his power, his seat, and great authority. And I saw one of his heads as it were wounded to death. And his deadly wound was healed. And all the world wandered after the beast. They were in amazement and wonder after the beast. That emotion which is excited by novelty, right? Admiration. Cause of wonder which excites surprise. They wandered. They were surprised and in admiration after the beast. They're literally hypnotized by the beast's power and authority. His seat, his power, and his great authority. And they worship the dragon. All the world's going to wonder after the beast. All the world is going to. They're doing it. There's foreshadowings of it now in the Antichrist kingdom. The world is wondering after the beast. Mesmerized by the beast. And they worship the dragon, which gave power unto the beast. Who is the dragon? Satan. That old serpent. All right, let's look at that. Revelation 12, 9. And the great dragon was cast out. That old serpent called the devil. And Satan, which deceiveth the whole world, he was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. Now you listen to me, and you listen to me good. 
I'm teaching you Bible. I'm not teaching you spooky New World Order stuff that is like Alex Jones garbage. What I'm teaching you systematically through the scriptures is what the Bible says about a New World Order. How the spirit of Satan, how these people are all Luciferians at the top. They follow the serpent. That old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. Paul calls him the God of this world. I have have authority for what I'm preaching to you. I have I have biblical authority for what I'm preaching to you. I'm not preaching to you fluffing stuff. It's authority from the scriptures. And taking it and showing to you the antichrist kingdom from the Bible. And and the the practicality of it right there. Everyday practical antichrist kingdom in your face every day. Because by God's grace, I know the scriptures when it comes to it. And I understand it. Who is like unto the beast? Who is able to make war with him? There was given him a mouth speaking great things. Look what it says here. And I saw one of his heads as it were wounded to death and his deadly wound was healed and all the world wondered after the beast and they worshiped the dragon which gave power unto the beast. Hey, if you look at how many people have gone gaga over Donald Trump, it won't be hard for you to understand the spirit of Antichrist and the the actual manifestation of the Antichrist beast kingdom. And there was given on him a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies. Look what they say. They worship the dragon, which gave power unto the beast. And they worship the beast, saying, who is like unto the beast? Who is able to make war with him? Who's going to be able to stand up to the beast? Who's going to be able to make war with him? Why? Because he has a system and a kingdom that controls everything. Because he can hear a bat fart in the woods 3,000 miles away. Because all the world is on a beast system. And there was given on him a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies and power was given to him to continue 40 and two months. He opened his mouth in blasphemy against God to blaspheme his name and his tabernacle of them that dwell in heaven. It was given on him to make war with the saints, overcome them. Power was given him over all kindreds, tongues, nations, All that dwell upon the earth shall worship him. Whose names 
are not written in the book of life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. If any man have an ear, let him hear. I'm skipping down. Actually, well, here's what we're going to get to here. And he doeth great wonders. Verse 12, and he exerciseth all the power of the first beast before him and causeth the earth and them which dwell therein to worship the first beast whose, whose deadly wound was healed. And he doeth great wonders that he maketh fire come down from heaven on earth in the sight of the beast, the sight of men, excuse me, of the earth in the sight of men and deceiveth them that dwell in the earth by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast. Saying, to them that dwell in the earth, that they should make an image to the beast. Make an image to the beast, which had the wound by a sword and did live, and he had power to give life unto the image of the beast. that the image of the beast should both speak and cause it as many would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. I think you're talking about AI or some sort of future configuration of that. I don't know what that's going to be like. But here's what I want to zero in on. And he causeth all, both small and great, Right? He causeth all, both small and great. Rich and poor. Free and bond. To receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads. And that no man might buy or sell. No man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Now, Here's what I want to zero in on with you. And we're going to show the video and we're going to uh, read some articles and explain it. But here's the thing I want you to think about with this. Anything that comes in the spirit of the, of control of a man for instance you saw what they did to Alex Jones uh what they did to Trump now those men aren't real okay but they're their position is real. 
the position that they hold is to represent some of your qualities and some of the things that you stand for. So Alex Jones, I agree with a lot of what Alex Jones says. I don't agree with the other 25% that he throws in that's antichrist. But what they did to them was deplatform them. They they have been setting up for the last 20 years for our lives to switch to digital for a digital control on our lives. That way, if industry if merchandising if the manner of our lives and the resources that we use uh, the jobs that we have, everything like that. If it's able to be shut off with a kill switch, they control us. They control what we do. What is that? This. What they're doing is setting up this. It's the skeleton of the beast system. So they deplatform men like Alex Jones, men like Donald Trump, men, other men like that. They deplatform them as a figurehead to see how people will react. Right? To see how they will react to it. But also to pick your poison. Because if you are replatformed by men like Elon Musk and Tucker Carlson, you're building the skeleton of the beast system. You're building the skeleton of it. So they don't care if your flavor is Marlboro or camel. It doesn't matter. If you like Marlboro, that's fine. But if your flavor of the beast is camel, that's okay. If your flavor is Bud Light or it's Miller Light, they don't care. Because they control all of them anyway, under controlled opposition. Okay? What they're doing is what I have talked about for years. All of these things. Whoops. As precursors, foreshadowings of the mark. 
in 2023. I covered in 8-11 of 2023, not that long ago, four shadows for the mark of the beast. I did a 666 alert. Digital gods. Right? Digital deities. All of these. The mentality, force vaccinations, the mentality of the mark of the beast. Okay. Let's see if I can find some other ones here. Medical mafia, the mark and the coup. Right? Mark, oh, that's different. Marks of the New Testament church. That's a good one. Marketing the mark of the beast. CRISPR or Christ? The anatomy of the mark of the beast. 2017. The world being prepared to accept the mark of the beast. 2014. Okay. So many of those are under and can be found in um, on Sermon Audio. You can find those where I talk about that. They have always sent out their test marks, their precursors to the mark, the the mentality of the mark of the beast. Any laws that are like that, any laws that are like that are laws that are designed to control. But what do they do? They merge. What are they merging? They're merging the government in Revelation 13 with the regulation of merchandising, with worship, and control of religious exercises. Demanding Luciferian worship. Demanding worship of the government. Government mandated worship and worship of the government. And the top of that worship is the Antichrist. Where freedom of conscience is taken away. And at the top is that old serpent, which is the devil and Satan. He's at the top of that. 
when government wants to be God. I talked about that once. Oh, that was when government goes gay, when government vexes the church. Right? Those are in, in the book of Acts. This one's uh, LGBT. Government mandated. Okay. Now, we're going to start with this video. I don't know who this guy is, but what he's saying is spot on. And I don't know his Bible background or any of that other stuff. But I want you to listen to what he said. Is perhaps one of the scariest aspects of it. What we're talking about here is facial recognition by closed circuit television. Well, it starts with facial recognition, but we've now got to the stage where in China in particular, they can recognize you from the back by your gait, by all kinds of things. And what has happened is, and you can see the positive benefit, police want to arrest criminals or thugs or rowdies even in a football crowd. And so using facial recognition technology, they can pick a person out and arrest him. Right. So think about this. What they want to do with all this antichrist AI technology is for you to trade safety, trade your liberty for safety. Right? They want you to trade your liberty for you to be safe. Or her. Well, okay, but what it can be used for good purposes in that sense in keeping law and order can also become, particularly in an autocratic state, become an instrument of control. And here's the huge dilemma which people try to solve. How much of your privacy are you prepared to sacrifice for security? There's a tension between those two things. Now, in China, you mentioned, and you're probably thinking about Xinjiang, where you've got a minority, a Muslim minority of Uyghur people. The surveillance level on them is, is unbelievable. Every few hundred meters down the street, they have to stop, they have to hand in their smartphones. The smartphones are loaded with all kinds of stuff by the government. Their houses have QR codes outside them as to how many people live there and all this kind of thing. And I don't know how many, it's way over a million, I believe, are being held as a result of what is being picked up by artificial intelligence systems. Right, so they're using AI surveillance and they're enslaving. Right? They are enslaving these poor people, Muslim or Christian, whoever they are, over in China. And they are treating them horribly. And they're making them every hundred meters they go, they have to do like 
you know, like retina scans or whatever, or they check their phones and they do facial recognition for them. And I mean, they harass these people and keep them under strict lock and key to live in that country. And they're not allowed to have any liberty. And I'm going to show you an article with this social credit score and what it is. But this is what he's talking about. Whatever you do, whatever your behavior is, they put a social credit score to it. So if your behavior is bad, well, he'll explain it. In re-education centers, and the suspicion is that the, the culture you hear that? Re-education centers. Oh, we got to reprogram them. And they're not talking about public school, by the way, which is the closest thing ever. Uh, to a re-indoctrination center. Culture is being destroyed and eradicated. That's the one hand. That's in one particular province. But... Elsewhere in China, we have now the social credit system that apparently will be rolled out in the entire country. We're given, say, you and I were given to start with, let's say, 300 social credit points. And we're being trailed. If we um, fail to put our rubbish uh, trash can out at night, there'll be marks against us if we go to somewhere dubious or mix with someone. Good point. Fabian said a little bit like sensitivity training. Yeah, I always said if they, they tried to get me to go to sensitivity training, I would definitely fail it. It's one, I'm not a Fruit Loop. And the things they want you to be sensitive for, they don't want sensitivity. They want participation in their wickedness. Anyway, we'll get back to this right here. Back up. To put our rubbish uh, trash can out at night, there'll be marks against us. If we go to somewhere dubious or mix with someone whose political loyalties are suspect, we'll get more negative points. On the other hand, if we... Right. So if you went to somebody, let's say you went to a libertarian or a republican or you went to a they want to unroll, they want to roll this out in america too right right they they uh or if you were a j6er hey you j6ers remember that remember derek the queer guy you j6ers you're j6ers you're j6ers for that guy he called us J6ers. What'd they do to all those J6ers? Well, they put them under social credit score, didn't they? They hunted them down. Anybody, people that weren't even a part of it. Uh, Smith and Wesson, those other credit, uh, that are not Smith and Wesson, but uh, the credit card companies, what are they doing? The credit card companies want to stop you from being able to charge a gun on your credit card. You know, say, well, we don't accept Winchester. We don't accept money from Glock anymore. We don't accept, uh, we won't process any of those anymore. Why? It's a social credit score. They're keeping you so you can't do it. Pay our debts on time and go green, so to speak, and all this kind of thing. We will amass more credit points.
And then if we are going negative, the penalties kick in. We'll discover we can't get into our favorite restaurant. We'll discover we don't get. Right. So you go up to show up to a restaurant and they're like, you can't come in here. Why? Because you have a bad social credit score. You're like a troublemaker. We don't agree with your opinions. So you see that in America too, where people show up at restaurants and people walk up to them and harass them or a restaurant won't let them in because they know who they are. They saw a post they had online. Right? So that's what they're doing. They, they've been doing it on YouTube and everywhere. Oh, you can't, you can't uh, post anything on YouTube for two weeks. It's the same thing. It's a social credit score. It's just it does it hasn't affected us in real time yet. That promotion or don't even get that job we apply for or that we can't travel or that we can't even have a credit card. Right. So they'll be like, you can't even have a credit card. So you can't, so you go to, and, and people don't take cash. So you walk up and they say, oh, I'm sorry. We do not accept that form of payment here. You'll have to use credit. You look at like, I don't have a credit card. I'm sorry. I guess you won't be purchasing anything here. Good day, sir. Right? That's what they're that's what they're going to do. Now do you see that Revelation 13, the beast system controlling merchandising, controlling what you buy or sell or get? Do you see it? Do you, can you see where it's going? This ain't hey, I ain't like Republican. Trump Trump! Trump! I, I'm not like... Like, I think they're all antichrist, so I'm not up there, like, pushing a political agenda. That's why you gotta vote Republican, because they're gonna save your bacon. No, they're not. They're gonna fry my stinking bacon on the sidewalk! And this is being ruled out and the list of penalties and, and things that have actually been recorded is just very serious. Now, what amazed me when I first came across this was the fact that many people welcomed us. Yeah. Think okay, stop. Is that interesting what he said? What really, am I'm going to back it up. Because he said, what really amazed me is how many people support this. Why? Okay, check it out. Are you ready? Are you ready? All right. Put me in the wide shot. Oh, that's me. I got to put me in the wide shot. You ready? Yo, 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 I'm in the wide shot, baby. Okay. Here's how they set that up. Well, you want likes on your posts, right? You like it when people like your posts. When people like your content,
when they thumbs up what you have, when they do this, when they when they support this, and and you like the perks. Uh, if you get like a thousand subscribers on YouTube, you can do such and such. If you get this or you get that, right? So there, you're there's a reward system. You getting it? There's a reward system that has been set in place by this antichrist stuff. So you automatically want to be rewarded, right? So people think it's cool. Hey, look. I make money on YouTube. It's cool. I I get likes and subscribers and people like me. They like me. They really, really like me. No, they don't. Most people hate your guts. Anyway. Oh, that's me, not you. Um Right? But that's what that's what they're doing. So think about it. Think about what they're doing. They've gotten us conditioned mentally to want to be liked. To want to have a good, like, social media. That's that's what they've done, right? So they put it in place. In order for us to do that, right? Oops. Hold on. Okay. They put it in place, right? In order for us to be set up for that, right? It's all a conditioning. It's all conditioning. It's now barring the Holy Spirit. I'm, I, I understand Christians are going to be different. I'm talking about the world. But even Christians can get caught up in it. Even born again believers can get caught up in that. We can get caught up in wanting people to like us. Of course we can. You've also seen YouTube as conditioned to have everybody follow around your life. Right? Everybody following around your life. Now, I don't do that. With my minute, this is a ministry. So I don't show you every time I make my kids pancakes. I might show you some pictures of pizza. Right? I might show you some, but I don't follow a camera around my home. I don't broadcast in my home. I don't. I don't advertise my family. I don't like advertise everything I do with my family. Watch me dig this hole. 
I don't do that stuff. I don't I don't I don't give my children fake names and put them online. I don't I'm not going to do that either. I don't fought my I want my children to grow up without having to deal with any of that nonsense. And they do. They don't They might watch my broadcasts here and there, but they they don't have to deal with any of that stuff. But see, we're conditioned to do all that. We're conditioned we're being conditioned to put everything online. Why? And people show everything about their children online. Don't do that. These are people you don't even know. Don't do that. I rarely, like I did that song of my children that they sang years ago because it meant something to me and I showed you that. I don't show you stuff with my children. I don't. Why? Because I don't want to. I don't want my children like doing that. I have no desire to do that. But guess what? People have conditioned their whole life online. Why? Why are they doing that? Because once you put it all on there, they control it all. Right? They control it all. When it's all on there and all your business is out there. You want to know what conditioned me not to do that? I'll tell you what conditioned me not to do that. I'll tell you what. When when people mailed to my house or mailed to the meeting house. Dirty, filthy things. I mean, I stopped doing it. I, I didn't do that before then. But what kept me off of it was when they mailed me filthy fornication tools and toys and garbage and wicked things. Right? Right? I literally, you have no idea what people, I'll put it this way. I literally, had one person shave their private body hairs, stick it in an envelope, mail me a letter, I open the letter up and all of their body shaved body hair went all over me. And they laughed about it in the letter. Right? They laughed about it in the letter and said, "Ah, look, it's all over you." Yeah. So that made me, 
that further, I always kept him offline, but that further made me keep my children and my family as far away from that. That's why I'm so guarded by what I, that's why I'm so guarded by it. That's why I'm very careful with my family. I don't let people push on them. I don't let people intrude on that. I, 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 I'm, I'm very, I'm extremely protective of them. To the point that some people might get mad at me, but I really don't care. Because I'm a pastor, but my wife is not and my children are not. Anyway. But they want that all online. To control. Because what what they do with that is to control. And hey, we've all made mistakes. I've all put we put stuff on we shouldn't have all that. I mean, I'm not talking about that. Okay. What I'm just saying, God protects us. But it's just that's what they do. Oh, I know they're possessed. Down to the filthy pictures the Fruit Loops send me. All of it. Oh, yeah. Text me filthy stuff. Oh, yeah. So I've learned that these people are not your friends. So <laughs> you have a few. But um, now back to this anyway. But what he's talking about here. But he was surprised how many people were okay with it. Well, why were they okay with it? They've been conditioned for it. We've been conditioned for it. COVID further conditioned us for it. COVID further conditioned a digital world. Right? It conditioned a world. Just very serious. Now, what amazed me when I first came across this was the fact that many people welcome this. They yeah. think it's wonderful. They both, I got a thousand points. How many have you got? And they don't realize that the whole of life is becoming controlled in the interest, ostensibly, of having a healthy society. So it is, talk about 1984. Now, this is not futuristic speculation. This is already happening. George right. So this is not future speculation. It's going on right as we speak. Right as we speak, they're controlling people. In these countries, like somebody's bragging, oh, I got a thousand points. George Orwell, you mentioned him, who wrote 1984. He talked about Big Brother watching you and uh, that technology would eventually. It is doing it. This is narrow AI. This is not futuristic in any way. It's what's actually happening at the moment. And you mentioned briefly the fact that all this stuff exists in the West. 
except, and the point has been made forcibly, it's not quite yet under one central authority and control, but it is. See, that's the key. One day, it will be under one central authority and control. Which one is that? This one. Revelation 13. This one. The beast. It'll be under the beast's control. Completely. One place. One central government authority. One. Right? is coming we have credit searches we have all kinds of stuff that is beginning to creep in in the us and in the uk and i presume also in australia and also we have even police forces here i believe who want the whole caboodle in here and want to be able to exert a much more serious level of control right so your free speech is a danger online it's a danger. So in order to keep people safe, when the FBI and people come showing up at your house and say, well, you said this, or the cops show up, they want to be able to, they want to be able to control that and say, well, you know, you said some dangerous things online. Uh, okay. Oh man. Hang on a second. I got to grab a cough drop. And then I got, I just, it just hit me like a ton of bricks. Hang on a second. Hey, are you ready? Are you ready? Let's tie this in. Okay. Here, here it is. Are you ready for this? Here's what they're doing. How many times have you seen politicians come out and say, thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers are with the mass shooting that took place at such and such, thoughts and prayers right and they're just wringing their hands we just we just don't know what to do all right put me back in the wide shot you ready uh, thoughts and prayers we just don't know what to do because you see these people they have mental health problems and they're shooting people and they're killing people and the cops were powerless. They went to the house. The cops have been to the house three or four times because of threatening behavior. But their hands were just tied. And they couldn't do anything at all. So we got to have more legislation. We have to have more control. We have to be able to grab you when you say things to you and bust your face against the wall. We have to throw you in prison. We have to steal your guns and rape your whole house. We have to be able to get your guns away from you because you're a mental health risk. Because of what you said online. See how it works? You get it? You see what they're doing?
They're, they're helpless. They're powerless. And what will they do? So they have to take your freedom away to keep you safe. They have to take your freedom away so they can keep you safe. The only way to keep you safe is to take your liberty. And if you say dangerous things, we have to be able to like lock you in a psych ward. We have to be able to take your children and steal your guns and control you sociably. To where basically you can't do anything if you have an opinion other than the collective. Get it? Are you getting the beast mentality? Are you understanding what they're doing? They're laying the groundwork to fully implement this. And, like Alex Jones says, prison planet to lock the planet down because you say dangerous things. So we have to cut you off of Twitter. You say dangerous things. So we have to cut you off of Facebook. You say dangerous things, so we have to cut your live stream. Problem, reaction, solution. Do you understand? That's what's happening. That's what they're doing. That's what they're implementing. Incrementalism. Slowly. Before you notice it. Right? People aren't noticing it. And it is frightening because what it does for human rights is, is well... So, so it occurs to me that, you know, I love history, as I've mentioned. Authoritarian regimes have collapsed under their own weight. Typically, the people have risen up one way or another and there's been an overturning. We've never had autocratic regimes that have had this surveillance capacity. There's, you know, an estimated 400 million closed-circuit television sets in China. That, that's one for about every three people. I mean, it's mind-boggling. Oh, it is mind-boggling. And even here in the UK... What I'm told is that you're on a closed circuit TV camera every five minutes when you're moving around. So it is very serious. And of course, the irony is. Right. We are getting completely spied on wherever we go and our phones are spying on us. Everything. But see, COVID was a was a test pilot. It was a test to see what they could do. Right? As I hinted at earlier, here we are with our smartphones that have got all these capacities, certainly at the audio level, and we're voluntarily wearing them. So we're voluntarily seeding uh, part of our autonomy and our rights, really, to, to these machines when we don't really know 
what is being done with all the information. So we have a huge problem. And someone has said we're sleepwalking into all of this so that we're captured by it, we're imprisoned by it, and we wake up too late because the central authority has got so much control that we cannot escape anymore. There you go. He's right, and that's where it's going to head. And I don't think you're going to have a choice anyway. Okay. Here we go. Exclusive in communist China. Celebrating Christmas could hurt your social credit score. Now, obviously you know I don't celebrate Christmas. I've preached on that. I'm not going to get into that. Whether somebody has liberty to do that is another thing altogether. You have liberty to, to celebrate Christmas if you want to. God gives every man freedom of conscience. He has the right to be wrong. Now, I'll answer to God for it. And, God, and, and you know, if he's a sinner, he's going to die and go to hell. But look what the government in China is doing. Exclusive in communist China, celebrating Christmas could hurt your social credit score. The sizable Christian population of China, including members of both legal communist party controlled churches and illicit house. Oh, <laughs> Excuse me. All right, there we go. Sorry about that. The Communist Party controlled churches and illicit house churches seeking a private prayer space faces significant persecution if found to be too enthusiastic in celebrating Christmas. See, they don't, China doesn't want anybody that's not worshiping them. They're God. Chi. They're God. Chi or whatever his name is. All Chinese citizens are forced to participate in what the Communist Party refers to as the social credit system. In which the party scores each individual based on revolutionary fervor and loyalty to genocidal communist dictator Xi Jinping. Faith generally, Curry explained, indicates to the government a loyalty to a higher power than him and can thus hurt a person's social credit score. As a result, most Chinese Christians will likely quietly observe the Christmas holiday at home, fearing retribution from their own regime. Okay? The government will tell you that people are free to practice their religion and to celebrate Christmas, but they are also scored on their social system as radical, he noted. It is negative to be too enthusiastic about your faith because of the preeminence for them is the party, the Communist Party. They are communists. So if people are celebrating quietly, there's very little chance they're going to be harassed. 
But any public demonstration around Christmas and large church movements to celebrate Christmas will certainly be monitored, he continued, and potentially hurt the social score of those who are involved. When you start talking about social scores, if you have enough points against you, you're not going to be able to travel. You may lose your job. So they definitely see practicing faith and celebrating these kinds of significant religious holidays as negative. Now think about this. Think about what they're doing. What are they doing? This. Revelation 13. You have to worship the image of the beast. Saying who is like unto the beast. Who is able to make war with him. Right? This is the spirit of Antichrist. This is the precursor. This is the foreshadowing. It's the same spirit as the beast. It's that spirit of Antichrist that is already in the world. The skeleton. It's putting the system together. You can't travel. You might lose your job. If you say the wrong thing on Facebook, you might lose your job. If you say the wrong thing, if you do the wrong thing, if you like the wrong post. If you like somebody's post that said something bad. If you like somebody's post that is that says something that that is against the collective, then guess what? You're finding your social credit score. Right? It's the same thing that Jezebel did to Naboth when she wanted to steal his vineyard. She said he blasphemed God and the king, so he had to die. So she throws up, she gets two false witnesses, throws up the false witnesses, go up there. They say that he blasphemed the king and God, and they put him to death and stole his vineyard. Sound familiar? The Antichrist. The social credit system, as explained by the Chinese propaganda outlets, is meant to punish uncivilized behavior. That is truly uncivilized. That is uncivilized behavior. Well, have you ever seen the president of China putting to death people? Don't you think that's uncivilized? 
killing people and murdering them? Right? Killing people and murdering them? Putting them to death? Right? Beating your own citizens and starving them? He's the bastion of what is civilized or not? He's a stinking heathen. Amen. We did hit over 100 on this broadcast. Praise the Lord. It's meant to punish uncivilized behavior. Common examples cited outlets such as the state-run Global Times include people eating on crowded public transportation. How dare you eat your Cheetos? You ate your Cheetos? Beat him. Littering or failing to pay to park their cars in areas they have local fees. The Global Times boasted in 2019 that the system would restore morality in the country by incentivizing better citizenship. We shall restore. Right? Morality. That's what they want to do, right? Their version of it. It reminds me of this one right here. I hope this is the right one. What is at stake is more than one small country. It is a big idea, a new world order, where diverse nations are drawn together in common cause to achieve the universal aspirations of mankind, peace and security, freedom and the rule of law. So I say we must clean the house of white America of racism. Americans who are in the white majority should be proud to stand up and be heard denouncing the sort of racist rhetoric we heard on that tape so loudly and clearly denouncing it that our black fellow citizens can hear us. White racism may be black people's burden, but it's white people's problem. Oh, look at him. He's slick, isn't he? Let's see. That's not the one. Let's see. Maybe. That is the part of the one I was. Today, tomorrow, and into the next century, our nation is the enduring dream of every immigrant who ever set foot on these shores and the millions still struggling to be free. This nation, this idea called... This idea. America is not an idea. That's so stupid. It is for them. It's the city on a shining hill, right? Anyway, we won't get into that today. Uh, 
let's see. Uh, my neighbors from China says says they have no crime there. They have cameras everywhere with facial recognition. No one will dare steal or commit a crime. You can walk at nights. I don't believe that worth anything. I I don't believe that garbage. I don't believe that garbage at all. Period. Because you know what? You know you know what about that about that uh, about uh, China. You know why I don't believe they have a low crime rate. Because uh, they don't count the crime that the government does, do they? They don't count the crime of the government. Because the government is abusing and killing their own citizens, committing crimes of atrocities against their own citizens. The government of China. They're killing their own people. They're murdering, they're committing the crime. And it's a lie anyway, because because whatever the case may be, the fact that you're monitored and in a prison doesn't mean you're not going to commit a crime. Because, hey, guess what? Our prisons are full of cameras and they're full of people. And guess what? They're all committing crimes. You want to know where most of the drugs are ran? Prison. You want to know where the mafia is ran from? The White House. Ha! And prison. Uh, but... Uh, uh, you you want to know where Congress? No, prison. Congress. No, prison. But uh, right. The social credit system is explained by Chinese propaganda, right? In reality, the social credit system punishes essentially any behavior considered dissenting from Communist Party orthodoxy. Believing in any religion aside from the state could be a cause for a lower score, as Chinese law prohibits a wide variety of normal religious behavior, such as bringing someone under 18 to a religious service or worshiping outside of a party-controlled institution. So, it is a crime. It is a crime for you to bring someone under 18 in China to a religious service. Interesting. So see, the change is that governments governments are the ones that commit the crimes. They're the ones that commit crimes against their own people. Hold on one second. 
Sorry, I had to type that up. Consequences of a low social credit score are severe. In 2019, the government boasted that it had blacklisted 13 million people. Isn't that interesting? 13. 13 million people, barring them from public transportation, depriving them of select services, social services. Now, let me, let's, uh, Let's let's uh let's look at that for a second, okay? See for you 13 million people for you in America, if someone said you can't take public transportation, you'd be like, "I'll get in my car and drive down the road, you stinking loser. I don't want to ride in your stupid bus. Your old smelly, stinky, nasty bus that smells like somebody's armpit. I don't want to ride in your stupid bus." I don't want to take your stupid train. I want to get my car. I want to start it. I want to put it in drive, and I want to go 75. I don't want to get your stupid truck anyway. I don't want to get your stupid train. I don't want to get your stupid little bus. I don't want to ride your stupid little transit system. It's gayer than AIDS. I hate it. Okay? Right. But that's not the case if you live in places like China, Europe, and other places. Why? Well, if you can't travel to public transportation, you might not be able to get anything. Europeans and people in Asia and different places like that, they may not have vehicles to drive. Their social services... Over there, how they survive in communist countries. That's how they survive. In America, if we can't have those social services like that, we tell them to take a long walk off a short pier. Right? See the difference? See, they started it by like airplanes too. Like, oh, you got to have TSA. And you can't ride the airplane if you have this stuff on you. And you can't fly in the airplane if you don't get, you don't let us fill you up at the airport. Right? So that's pretty bad for them. That's drastic for them. Okay? It's terrible. It's devastating to their lives. Wait, so you mean they set us up with all that free stuff? 
They set us up with all that free stuff. Yeah. People brag over in Europe. Well, we have all our health care paid. All our social health care is paid. Yeah, well, what if your social credit score is down? They're going to let you die like, they're going to let you bleed out like a stuffed pig and not let you into the hospital. Right? Let you bleed out like a stuffed pig. But I have free health care. My health care, my free health care. Yeah, well, then they're going to take it away from me. They're going to look at you. They're going to say, yeah, you could bleed to death. You're not coming in here. Your social credit score is terrible. You're a jerk. You deserve to die. Now you see why your government wants to set you up on that? Now you see why they took over health care. They, they take over every single thing, and they try to take it all over in America? China. China. In September, the Christian. Right, Carl. But what if they check your Facebook post or Mary's Facebook post? And they look at you and they say. You can't come in here. No, we're not. But I'm bleeding. Well, sorry. You got to go somewhere else. You're not allowed here. Your social credit score. Right? China allows citizens to adhere to only five religions. Party control, Catholicism, Protestantism, the three self-patriotic church, Buddhism, Taoism, and Islam. But you see the number one? Do you think this is interesting? The number one? Party controlled Catholicism. That party control Catholicism controls all the other religions that are sanctioned in that country. Guarantee you. Guarantee you they control it all. You think, if you think the Pope is scared of this Chinese Chi guy, if you think he's scared of that guy, they say, oh, he let him elect a bishop. He let Chi, he worked with Chi to elect a bishop. No, he told Chi what bishop he was going to elect. You think that old pervert over in Rome is afraid of that guy? You think he's afraid of that Chinese dictator over there? Why do you think he has churches over there? Why do you think he has Roman Catholic churches all over there? The true Christian population of China is unclear, so as many Christians are believed to hide their identity out of fear of persecution. International Christian Concern noted in mid-December that the estimates range from 85 to 128 million Christians, the latter being a great number than the number of members of the Communist Party. The Pew Research Center published a survey on December 12th using Chinese government statistics claiming that a surge in the number of Christians in China appeared to abruptly end around 2010. 
Prior to the publication of recent statistics, Pew observed some estimates of the population suggested Christians are on track to make up the majority of the population there by 2050. Jinping became president in 2013 and immediately began a campaign to sinicize religion, forcing faith groups to adopt their beliefs to communism and surrender to his authority over their leaders. Well, who runs communism? The Pope. Who runs Marxism? The Pope. Who runs the Hegelian dialectic? The papacy. The Jesuit order. Problem, reaction, solution. They control right-wing fascism. They control Marxism. But Roman Catholicism conforms to the dictator of China. No, the dictator of China conforms to Roman Catholicism. Those Jesuits will poison that Xi Jinping in a second. If he doesn't do what they want, he'll be barfing up his own kidneys and liver. His intestines will fall out. The Pope will show him who the real dragon is. He said, you might be a little dragon, but I'm the old dragon. Like you don't know you don't know what it means to be a dictator unless you unless you run the world like a real dictator. Right? Unless you run the whole world like a real dictator does. Forcing families to replace images of Jesus in their homes with his own face. And ominous warnings that Christianity does not belong in China. Facilitating this repression is the establishment of pervasive surveillance infrastructure that renders it nearly impossible to attend a church service or pray without being caught on camera. As of March, attending a church service in some provinces requires explicit government permission through registration on a smart religion mobile phone application. Are you listening? Huh. You mean like when Trump shut the country down and people couldn't go to church? And he had all his little government dictators? All of the governors that shut church down and Trump goes, look, look, here's how it's going to go, all right? 
Fauci was the head of the medical inquisition. Dr. Fauci, he's the head of the medical inquisition. Okay. And, uh, we're going to try to get you back in church by Easter. Look, we're going to, we're going to try. Fauci goes, no, we ain't doing that. And Trump goes, no, we're not doing that. We're not, we're not doing that. Yeah, we're not doing that. We want to get back to church, but hey, we can't. So uh, we'll give you money through PPP loans, huh? Hey, we gave Rome $3 billion. Right? They couldn't go to church. They said, you got to have temperature checks at the door and wear your mask and stuff and do this and stuff. And no singing in church. Remember that? Oh, that was Xi Jinping that did that, right? Nah, that was that was your dictator homie. That was your homie dictator, Trump! 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 That's your homie! That's your homie that did that. That happened under your homie's watch. Right? That, oh, yeah, I guess. I guess so. Yeah, that was. That was Trump. I guess it was. I just laughed at him. They're like, you can't sing in church. I'm like, yeah, right. What are you going to do? Come here and tell me I can't sing? It was like two weeks, two and a half weeks, close to three, something like that. I was like, okay, we're done with this. We're not all dying. And then, the, and then when they started, and then when they started like spying on us and calling the governor and calling the governor's hotline on us and all this, I was like, ah, eh, whatever. We'll just go meet in a barn somewhere. We just met in a barn somewhere. Bunch of barn sermons. I preached a bunch. Of, man, those are still. I didn't even put those online. <laughs> But that's what the that's what the government did. That's what the Minnesota government did. They did the same thing. They were like, now, Pastor Cooley, you can't be flaunting the governor's orders. What order? What legislator passed anything? What government order was there to shut churches down? Can't be doing that. You can't be thwarting Xi Jinping's orders. Oh, I mean Trump's. I mean Governor Waltz. 
right? It was like two or three weeks, and I was like, okay, we're not dying. I mean, I was so impressed in my spirit that the Lord just told me, get back to church. I mean, we already had services, and I streamed it, and I was, I was done. I was done. I'm like, no, I'm not doing this anymore. I can't do this anymore. If we're sick, then we'll all be gone. But if I ain't sick, if we're not sick, we ain't doing that. What about the government? What about it? I told them flat out, no, I'm not promising you that I'm not going to have church. Now, there's been an outbreak. Good. I'm still not doing it. We're having church, period. There's been a bad outbreak in Fairbo. Yeah. Okay. They did the same thing during COVID. They were running the social credit score then. Medical misinformation. You can't say anything is medical misinformation. We're going to cut you off of YouTube because you've got medical misinformation. You're not allowed to question the holy vaccination or the holy medical inquisition. You question the holy medical inquisition, then you're going to be cut off because you're not allowed to do that. Well, okay. In the rare case that someone does manage to avoid a camera, Chinese authorities actively encourage communist supporters to spy on their neighbors and report illegal religious activities to the party. Well, that, hey, pastor, that ain't never going to happen in America. America. Land of the free, home of the brave, Merca, 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 ain't gonna happen. Uh-uh, Merca. Oh. I, it did happen, remember? Let's see. Yeah, we want to make sure. Let's see. They, yeah, we won't find it now. They, they probably scrubbed it, but I was looking for it so I could show you. But that's exactly what the government hotline was. Right? Hard to find it, but, but they had a government hotline to turn and see something, say something. See something, say something. See something, say something.
right? Right? They 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 they're making sure, hey. Okay. So Klaus Schwab. And the World Economic Forum. For consumers to measure, we're developing through technology an ability for consumers to measure their own carbon footprint. What does that mean? That's where are they traveling? How are they traveling? What are they eating? What are they consuming on the platform? So individual carbon footprint tracker. Mm. Stay tuned. We don't have it operational yet, but this is something that we're working on. We're oh. developing through technology an ability. Right. See something, say something from Homeland Security. Yeah, that's that was the that was the program after 9-11 that they. Uh, let's see. Here's another one. What do you think about the if you capitalize your letters or pronouns in your emails, you're better credit than if you don't. SEC Chair Gary Gensler's testimony in front of Congress, he seemingly revealed that social credit scoring is pretty much already being used. As a matter of fact, I want to you hear it directly from his mouth. So let's play the clip so that you can hear it for yourself. Look, I mean, right now you can sweep the data up from your automobile driving. It's called telematics. You can sweep up your social media usage and sort of based upon that, decide how to underwrite and make a loan. There's research actually, interesting research that shows that if you capitalize your letters or pronouns in your emails, you're better credit than if you don't. Giving you sway a little bit. And if you charge your phone every night, you're better credit. All right, so did you hear that? Did you hear what he said? He said, quote, right now, you can sweep the data up from your automobile driving. It's called telematics. So they have all your driving information, location information. If you capitalize your letters or pronouns in your emails, you're better credit than if you don't. SEC Chair Gary Gensler's testimony. Okay, so... There's that one. Social scoring system, current state and potential future stations. We're not even going to get to all this today. Let's do this world economic. We're going to close with this one because I'm running out of time here for this broadcast. I got to be somewhere at like 4.15 or so. So I'm going to have to. Um, it's officially rolled out in the next few. Uh, cover this video. The World Economic Forum has been quietly granted backdoor access to billions of cell phones as part of a plot to compile blacklists of users who hold politically incorrect views and commit wrong speak. 
According to a World Economic Forum insider, these blacklists of so-called deplorables will be used to assign social credit scores to people before the social credit scheme is officially rolled out in the next few years. Klaus Schwab's evil plan is playing out to perfection in France, where WEF puppet Emmanuel Macron has granted the global elite permission to spy on every single French citizen by turning on the camera and microphones of their cell phones without a warrant or any kind of notification. Before we dive in, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already and join the People's Voice Locals community to support the channel and gain access to uncensored content. The link is in the description box below this video. Riots have rocked France for weeks now, with thousands of buildings destroyed, libraries and museums torched, and Christians publicly raped and murdered across the entire country. French police and the mainstream media can't even keep track of which towns have been totally burned to the ground. The chaos in France is coming to America. If anybody thinks it's not, they're delusional. How do we know the chaos is coming to America? Because it's orchestrated by the elite. Klaus Schwab warned us to get ready for an angrier world, and it has now become clear exactly why he wants to rule over a divided society. We will see definitely a lot of anger um, already now, but probably increased by the end of the year, uh, because this crisis will be with us until we really have found a remedy. So um, we have to prepare for a more angry world. The riots have given Schwab's puppet president, Macron, the excuse to quietly roll out the most invasive surveillance law ever enacted anywhere outside of George Orwell's worst nightmares. France's WF-penetrated parliament has voted to approve the new clause in the Justice Reform Bill, allowing police to turn on the cameras and microphones in a host of smart devices belonging to citizens for up to six months for the crime of wrongthink. This is the exact replica of the surveillance apparatus deployed in China to ensure social obedience and deference to the communist central government. This should come as no surprise as Schwab has been praising the Chinese social credit score system for years and declaring that it's a model for the West. A good score brings you benefits, while a low score gets you blacklisted. You can't get a decent job, book tickets or a hotel room, and your children can't even attend a good school. Your life can be switched off at any time. A good score brings benefits, but people with low scores lose rights. The cinema names and shames people considered untrustworthy, plastering their details, even their addresses across big screens. It's a matter of principle. Those people have to be condemned. Those people aren't honest, so they have to pay do you see that? Did you hear that? Those people are not honest, so they must be condemned. Right? Pay the price. It's only right to pay your debts. You have to blacklist those that don't. The Supreme Court has created a blacklist for so-called bad citizens, those whose ratings have dropped to zero. On it are companies but also 23 million people to date. Among them is this journalist Liu Hu. He got a little too close to uncovering corruption among high-profile party members. After being sued for defamation by the subject of a story he'd written, he was blacklisted. He only realized when he tried to buy a train ticket and was told he was banned from traveling. That tells me I'm still on the blacklist. Punished because he's been branded untrustworthy by the state. Once you're blacklisted, you can no longer get a bank loan start a business, buy an apartment, or even send your children to a private school. This future is just two years away for the citizens of WF-penetrated France. So we're going to talk about this year coming up. I'm going to make an effort. New Year's resolution here. I am going to mine out the World Economic Forum. From its history, its connections, its Jesuit connections, its Masonic connections, all of those things, its implications in America and across the world. I am going to mine out its leaders, and we'll talk about that.
this year coming up. So uh, I, it's just something that is we're the agenda and everything else. We're gonna we're gonna work on we're gonna work on that this year. So that's exactly what's gonna happen. You know, I am out of time. We'll talk about this social scoring again. This stuff is not going away. It's not going away. Okay? So it'll be there with us for a while. All right. I'm going to play a a song here, give you a chance to say hello, and then I got to get going here. I got got to pick something up from somebody, so I'm running out of time. Let's see. Oh, I'm so happy in the Lord, ere since he saved my soul. I'll shout it from the mountaintops, Christ Jesus made me whole. Rejoicing, singing, praises always daily takes us home. God bless you, and we'll be back, Lord willing, on Friday. And uh, I'm not blowing that shofar, that shofar, until it is good. So you can't make fun of me mercilessly, Fabian. I know how not to give in to your taunts. But when I blow it, it will be loud. And uh, you'll know it. Anyway. Pray for our ministry. Pray for us. Uh, Friday's uh, tonight. Don't miss tonight's service. 7.45 p.m. Central. Wednesday night, 7.45 p.m. Central. 
We'll be live on Rumble and on Sermon Audio, preaching on Ephesians chapter 2, verse number 14. And then next will be Friday's broadcast, 2 p.m. Central Time. Don't miss our year-end broadcast. This year's greatest hits. <laughs> so we'll talk about that. Now, if you would like to donate to our ministry, number one, pray for us. We need your prayers. Okay. Number two, if you'd like to give to our ministry, uh, go to oldpassbaptistchurch.org, oldpassbaptistchurch.org, click on donate. Scroll down there. There you go. Click on the button. You can PayPal, put a credit card in. You can do any of that. Or you can do Apple Pay or Venmo. Okay? Or go to Sermon Audio, get our address, sermonaudio.com slash Pastor Cooley. You can pay, you can uh, give through there also. Uh, PayPal. Or you can mail us something at 1030 South Highway 3, Northfield, Minnesota, 5505. Pastor, you have an evening service tonight. Yes, we are. 7.45 p.m. I will be preaching on Ephesians chapter 2, verse number 14. Don't miss the live service. Okay? Otherwise, and don't miss this weekend. We'll have Sunday morning service. Preaching back on the Proverbs 31 woman, the Proverbs 31 wife. But also, late at night, New Year's Eve preaching live. Live New Year's Eve preaching. Don't miss it. All right, everybody. God bless you. I got to get out of here. I'm going to get late. I could talk to you for hours, but I got to go. Take care.